You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm talking to Skunk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. Yeah, this was the morning we've been dreading, I think, Skunk. Yeah, no, undoubtedly. Good morning, Lindsay, and good morning to all the listeners. Yeah, this Thank is uh, this is crunch, crunch time, man. I mean, uh, Russia now officially actually um, uh, attacked Ukraine, and as we currently speak, they, uh, they, 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 the sirens are going off, and it's it's really people are trying to evacuate Kiev, and they're also you know, attacking the, the the eastern side. I just you know, saw the news that uh, you know the, the the first you know fighter plane, U.S. Uh, well, uh, Russian fighter plane, was shot down. So this 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 very much sounds like a, a start of a of a formal war, not a not a, no no. What do we call it? Up to up to get it yesterday. This is just. Um, yeah, uh, this is just operation, not operations. What is this? Exercises. And, yes. Yeah. yeah, exercises with 150,000 troops and helicopters and, and tanks <laughs> and uh, a field hospital being built and people being evacuated, Russians being forcibly evacuated from Ukraine by Putin. And everybody said, um, no, it's, 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 not, it's not going to happen. And as we pointed out when we chatted, um, I, I just said to you, uh, why should there be a diplomatic solution when these are just exercises? We knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. It was just a question of when he was ready, and he's ready now. And the question now is, how do you approach it as a fund manager on behalf of your clients and yourself? Um, do you say, well, the worst is now over? Um, or do you say that it could escalate into something uh, more sinister? And will will markets react accordingly? Because undoubtedly... It, this is bad. I mean, my, uh, for some extraordinary reason, I hope it's not linked to the uh, the, the mini war that's just broken out. Uh, internet across the Netherlands has gone down. Um, so up, up until about f- five minutes ago, everything was fine. But suddenly everything's gone. TV's the whole lot. So I, I wonder if it's, that's just a, a happy coincidence. I hope so. Uh, but I did see the S&P <laughs> over 2, 2% weaker. I did see the oil price over a hundred and two dollars a barrel for Brent crude oil. Other than that, I've got I've got nothing. No, I'll I'll run through all the all the commodities now. But as you said, I mean this is this is what we dreaded. Um, I saw a nice tweet, um, and, and it was a tweet done by um, FX Macro, and I don't know if it's, if they're the original, but it's it's just a few graphs where they took the Vietnam War, they took the Gulf War, Afghanistan War, Iraq War, and the Crimean Crisis. Yes. Um, and, and, and they said, well, immediately when you saw the invasion, if you bought the invasion in all five of this, let's call it wars uh, or crisis in, in the Crimean scenario, uh, only only Afghanistan War would have, would have seen you lose money. If, yeah. you, if you bought money, if you bought on the invasion in, in, in you know, Vietnam War, Gulf War, Iraq War, and Crimean Crisis, in, in all four cases, you would have been better off. Now, I've seen so many tweets going around. All this, got a, People this morning said, uh, you know, buy the dip, buy the dip. I want to caution uh, yes. listeners out there that this is, this is, this is, not, a, this is not a small, small scenario because we also know that last year the, the, the talk of the town was uh, actually China being, being, being sort of flirty with the idea to attack Taiwan, attack Taiwan, to, uh, you know, over you know, I wonder if this is not a sort of a David Copperfield. You, you know, you see the, the the wave handing on the one side, the wa- wa- and wavering. You know, I'm, I'm referring to to Russia, Ukraine, 
and the next thing, you know, China just sneaks into Taiwan. I mean, that that could have a, a dreaded effect on 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 markets, you know, further. We're looking at, uh, you know, the the the, the fear factor uh, indicators this morning, and I'm specifically referring to your precious metals. Yeah. I said it two two three days ago. You know, this is the time where you want to be. You know, you. You, you're actually too late to have get a gold in your portfolio, but maybe not. Um, you know, you, this is this is the environment when when you've got an environment where, where inflation is a massive problem. We know that inflation is a massive problem, but also an environment where you could have war. Now suddenly we've got both. We've got a war and we've got massive inflation. Yes. The war is going to escalate the inflation problem. And I just asked the question this morning. So you know, will we see the U.S. raise interest rates or hike interest rate next month? Still, I mean. Are we going to still see that? Well, this uh, is a very interesting point that you make now, because the, the first point is I've been talking about it for uh, the last couple of weeks. I've said if you could get a graph um, of the MSCI or the S&P 500, long-term graph, and overlay or, or rather put in little uh, little dots where there were geopolitical skirmishes, uh, whether it be a missile from North Korea on a, on a very small scale or whether it be the Vietnam War or the invasion of uh, Kuwait by Iraq, and you put all those things on, you'll see that you would always almost always buy the dip and make money. The problem now is, as you quite rightly said, there's a backdrop of uncertainty anyway. The markets are a little bit rocky because of rampant inflation, because of the cost of money going higher, which markets haven't seen for, for a dozen years at least. And yeah, that, that, that complicates the situation. But you raise a very valid point, Skunk, by saying, can they afford to raise rates now given the fact that the markets are so rocky? Will they be allowed to? And if they don't, what does that mean? It could make the situation worse for the future. So you've got a big problem on your hands now. How to handle this, Skulk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, usually, um, usually I would say cash is king. And, and, and you know, to a certain extent, uh, I, I would still say you know, to, to investors out there, even though we're sitting in a scenario where real returns, you know, and when I talk about real returns, that's the what the interest rate provide you minus the the, the inflation rate yeah. is is yielding negative returns. Uh, I do think that the current environment, the, the uncomfortable environment geopolitically, is is sort of putting me in the scenario where we say maybe maybe don't be in too much of a rush. Don't look into those to those those let's call it four wars. And just think we'll have a similar similar movement because this time, uh, you know, I hate using the words because you know the fourth dangerous words in the world world is it's different, different this time. This time is different, <laughs> but but this time this time is a little bit different in the sense that we haven't seen an environment where you know, you know inflation has been this high. You know, economies is really just just came out of and not just fully recovered really just sort of semi recovered out of out of a pandemic which we haven't seen and now see we're seeing a, you know one war um that that could exactly but into into another one i mean you i don't I, i'm not comfortable no. um I'm, I'm really comfortable still with with my precious metals we've been having this conversation for for many many and congratulations many, on many that months. by the way because you've been very very patient on that one, and on that note, actually, Skulk, my thank goodness, <laughs> yes. Mr. Putin has just made me old. Mr. Putin has just plugged me back in again, so I've got some, I've got some internet here. Uh, let's start with the currencies. Oh, yeah. The rand is, you know, in, in the old days, if the rand was in a vulnerable position, 
uh, if commodities were low and uh, there was a, a political environment that wasn't exactly favourable to international investors, the RAND would be would have gone to 16 this morning. But of course it hasn't. It's down, okay, by about one and a bit percent. But it's 15.28 against the US dollar. Against the British pound, it's 20.62. The euro rand is 17.20, and the euro dollar is 112.50, which is a dollar that is about two thirds of a percent stronger because of safe haven buying. It is, unless people forget, the world's reserve currency. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones fell 1.4%. The S&P was nearly 2% weaker. And the Nasdaq, uh, about 2.6% down. And that all started to happen after three or four different swings throughout the day on the futures market and the real market. It all started to happen in the last couple of hours. Anyway, Nasdaq down, and we'll come to the futures in a second. On to commodities. Uh, your beloved gold and uh, mine as well. $19.42 an ounce which is um, $36 better over the last 24 hours. The platinum price is up 25 to $11.10 an ounce. And palladium, because of the Russia connection there, is $111 an ounce higher at 2549 Quite extraordinary stuff. But if you thought that was extraordinary with palladium, just take yourself a look at crude oil. Brent crude oil is $102.97 per barrel, up 6.3% this morning. The West Texas crude is up 6.1% to $97.76. And natural gas prices, a little bit more muted actually, only up 4.85%. But stuff going on. Whether this just be the blow-off and everything will be fine, I don't know. But certainly people are scrambling for uh, these commodities. And this is... It, 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 it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword for South Africa, Skalk. Yeah, no, it, it is. I mean, uh, this morning, you know, I just I, I saw I saw get you know, info flowing around. Uh, the one person just just said, you know, Russian exports as a percentage of global supply. You know, palladium forty five point six percent, platinum fifteen point one percent, gold nine point two percent, and then he goes off and yeah, that's 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 Daniel Lacal. But I mean, just just on that point. We're the largest. We're the largest producer of palladium, you know, with 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 uh, with, with Russia, um, second. I mean, uh, platinum. We're the second largest with with Russia first. So so you, you, you're asking the question or, or mentioned, you know, palladium trading at two thousand five hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. up three percent. Wow, that's 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 massive. Well, that's massive for South Africa, and yeah, you, you alluded to the rand that would have traded at sixteen rand. We we. We always this sort of the proxy, the proxy for emerging markets. When when something happens in, in Turkey, you know, the, the the rand will blow out. Something happens in Brazil, you know, the rand will blow out. We we sort of the the proxy, and most probably because we're one of the most liquid currencies in the world. This case, I mean, South African rand is staying fairly resilient. I mean, there's still some 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 weakness, but I want to sort of just caution investors out there that don't look at this as an opportunity to go and short the rand. On the back of getting this proxy on 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 a on a in a further in an escalation in in terms of geopolitical risk there um, around you know China well Russia and China um, because I mean we one of the the biggest benefactors you know currently in in because remember when we look at Ukraine as well Ukraine is one of the largest agricultural um, providers of, of, of in the world. Now, so it's the largest. So, it's the largest country by by geography in Europe, because it is a European mm. country. And yes, of course, I, th I think it's wheat is their is their main agricultural product, isn't it? 
Well, I can't can't confirm, but I just know that one of the biggest agricultural providers or suppliers in the world. Yes. Um, I mean, then you t to take the precious metals, which we the first, as I mentioned, second, as I mentioned, you know, you know, twelfth in terms of gold. I mean, that is extremely good for 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 exports for South Africa if we can just get Transnet to get this stuff out of there. But anyway, that's a different question. <laughs> um, and or guess a diff different different topic uh, in in totality. This is you know good to a certain extent. Uh, excuse the excuse the you know words word use because war is never never ever ever good. But no. I mean you know don't bet against the rand. That's a very important thing that I want to. Want to tell to our tell listeners today because um, yeah. that might be the Rex next move. I think the, um, the, the again <clears throat> the double-edged sword argument comes to play here because on the one hand you've got the oil price going up uh, well above $100 a barrel. Maybe it's just a moment in time or maybe it's going to become entrenched there. I don't know. That's bad for South Africa and therefore our bill goes up because we have to import uh, oil, obviously. So that's really bad. So that could be bad for the RAND. Um, on the other hand, it could be good for the RAND because interest rates might rise in South Africa in order to temper inflation and therefore the RAND becomes more attractive for people wanting to bring money into the country or invest in an emerging market currency. I tend to think that anything that's got to do with inflation and rising interest rates is bad for the RAND. So I agree with you. Uh, the, the RAND's behaviour this morning, for example, has been relatively muted, but only falling just over a percent to 15.25, 15.26. But on the other hand, I certainly wouldn't be long of the RAND here, Skulk. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe um, argue the fact that it says, yeah, Tell me I, I I'm wrong. Agree, but it's also, also relative, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about, you're talking about inflation, but, but remember, it's, it's inflation differentials. Uh, you, 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 I'm, 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 I know that that the, that the, the, the uh, gas price will be bad, petrol price will be bad, you know, in terms of inflation, if, if the oil rocks up to to under fifty dollars or you know two hundred dollars, but so it would be for 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 the U.S. and and naturally currently, you know, we've we've now been nine months in a row where we you know South African inflation came in well, well, well below. Um, the U.S. inflation, which actually, in in effect, I mean, that's what they call purchasing power parity, where, where the rand actually should be, be 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 increasing, or let's call it, you know, improving. Add to that our our, our current account, where we've seen a, a surplus you know, for six quarters in a row now. You know, when last you remember six quarters in a row where we've been bigger exporters than importers. That again is great for for for, for the South African rand, and just this is. You know, we're not going to talk about the, the the budget because I think that's that's most probably been covered. It has, been. but I mean, yeah. If if you look at you know the forecast, this is good for. We've seen yesterday where they mentioned that the 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 fiscal relief that they could you know bring was was hugely thanked you know to the fact that we've had this massive you know commodity run. They've already said, well, you know what, the IMF are forecasting for. 4.6% growth for the GDP for the full 2020. They'll raise the IMF's forecast, and they 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 think that it's grown actually get a 4.8%. This year the IMF is forecasting 1.9%. Uh, the the government came out yesterday in the budget speech and said, well, but they actually looking at at least 2.1%. Now, I know it's not big numbers, and and I know we've got a massive uphill battle. I'm not talking about you know nine or ten rand to the dollar. But at at let's call it the current rate of, of you know fifteen what's fifteen forty 
you know, 15, 30, 34, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily be, be, be shorting the, 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 the rant either. I mean, I really think that, 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 you know, should this continue in terms of both agriculture and, and commodity run, this could be very, very good for South Africa and for our little further windfall in terms of strengthening our, our balance sheets. Yeah, I think I think um, if you if you're a short-term trader, which you're not, you you you're a long-term trader for your clients at PSG Wealth. I do believe uh, that uh, the, the call today is going to be very important. Anyway, let's let's not speculate because uh, nobody knows what's going to go on, but we cannot speculate on what's happened on the Stock Exchange News Service this morning because we've had results out from Distel. Share price currently down 0.4%. We know what's happening with Distel. Maybe we can just um, forget about that one. Um, Discovery, they've come up with their numbers. A share price down nearly 2%, but that's a market-related fall, I believe. Um, Anglo-American PLC, their numbers out. Um, Anglo's on my delayed screen down 0.8%. And also, just chipping in there, our favourite um, children's restaurant, Skulk, Spur. Spur's numbers are out. Okay. Interim results for the six months ended 31st of December. So some action. There's been lots of corporate stuff this week. I know you haven't had a chance to look at things like Anglo because uh, uh, it was when we were just starting our conversation. But um, generally, good numbers coming out of uh, SA corporates. Yeah, I think uh, Discovery has been... been been under pressure last year and you know, that does seem like well they actually came out you know normalized headline earnings per share you know, increased by 26 percent to 437 that's a that's a that's a that's a solid movement and i i i would have loved to see what discovery's reaction this morning would have been you know without this let's call it the russia ukraine crisis um embedded value also increased 14 percent good and current embedded value on the company is 124.08 which is good and they actually uh, you know, exclude their vitality uh, vitality health uh, and said that 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 that's actually seen the biggest improvement in terms of the normalized profit you know, a normalized profit growth you know you know it actually grew 44 percent year on year now i remember it was from from lower levels but but that is very very good for for, for discovery so as i mentioned Sad to see a, a market being down because you know I, I wouldn't look too too deeply into this. Let's call it two point four percent downward movement in in, uh, in, in in discovery. And yeah, as you mentioned, um, yeah, we've seen we've seen Kumba Iron Ore earlier this week you know, uh, reporting, and we've seen them missing a bit, and and you know that's filtering through on on, on anglers as well. But again, I, w I wouldn't be reading too much into this. I, I, I still, you know, love Anglos. I think it's a very, very solid play in terms of your more industrial type of um, uh, metals. Yes. Uh, copper, uh, copper. I think I'm, I'm still really, really bullish around around copper, and and that gives you a nice play in in terms of that. But very similar to Discovery, um, Anglo American down 1.8 percent this morning after after the trade. And on my screen, <clears throat> you have to be a real, uh, a really good performer or bad performer to get on my list this morning because Harmony is uh, at the top of my list. It was up about 12%, 13% at one stage. Um, it's now 10.3% higher. Fantastic. Goldfield's up 9 and 3 quarters percent. Anglo Gold Ashanti up just over 9 and a half percent. Capital and Counties after its results yesterday, um, another 6 and 3 quarters percent higher. And Sibania Stillwater up 5.5%. On the downside, Steinhoff, 9.3% in the red. Kumba Iron Ore uh, getting clattered by 5.1%. Process down nearly 5%. Nepi Rock Castle, excuse me, Nepi Rock Castle down 4.8%. And Richemont 
down four and two thirds percent. Outside of those, there must be lots on your board, Skulk. Yeah, no, no, they're all diggers. <laughs> they're oh, all diggers. Yeah. So, so you, you've already mentioned Anglo, Anglo Gold, and I'm actually going to raise your 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 your, your 15-minute delayed screen and, and say, well, they're actually currently just shy of 13 percent up for today. Goodness me. Um, gold fields, you know, 11.3%. I'm going to take the smaller ones as well. I mean, uh, what, what, you know, we we be looking at Durban, the Rudderpur Deep. They are trading 8.4% in, 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 the, in the green. And, and in Pan-African resources, they, 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 they're currently sitting, you know, just over 5%. Harmony, as you mentioned, let's see where they're trading now. Um, yeah, they also improved. They now just shoved 10% up for today. So what a day to be in the, in, in the gold diggers. But as I mentioned, Tim, in the... It says diggers all around because the, the, the platinums are doing well as well. Let's see how this plans out. I mean, naturally, you know, my first choice will be really for this this um, this conflict there in in uh, in Russia and Ukraine to to really just be over very very quick. I mean, like I mentioned, we just came out of well, we're not even out of the pandemic yet. I'm talking about the the <laughs> pandemic as 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 past tense. We're still very much in it. So um, I'm still wearing my mask as I go out and. Uh, I think you know, all, you know, most people around the world are still doing this. So let's just let's just hope this. this I'm exactly the same, Skelk. I mean, it's, it's being everything's being lifted in the UK. You don't have to. This morning it was announced you don't have to wear a mask on public transport. I would wear a mask even if there was no pandemic on the tube. I don't know if you've ever packed yourself into a tube with a bunch of mm. uh, 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 Englishmen and women, but it's it's not a nice thing. <laughs> I'd, wear, I'd wear a mask, double mask every single day. But that is another issue. It's a side issue. Um, what are the indices looking like? So as it currently stands, uh, no surprise there. JSE All Share currently trading at 73,527 points. That's down 2% for today. Resources, again, no surprise, up 1%. Industrials are taking a massive, massive club down over 4%. Mm. Financials not too far off. Financials down 3.2%. And even the property stocks are getting clapped by this 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 crisis down currently 3.7%. So, Lindsay, let's just close the market. I, I don't know if it's Friday yet, but if not, let's just declare this Friday, 5 o'clock, and let's just get this weekend started, man. Let's just get it started. Yeah, it is one of those testing times, but you don't sound too bad. And, in fact, one of the safest places to be at the moment is not where I am, but where you are. Um, because um, Mr. Putin's not coming for you down there. Skalklo, thank you very much for your insight this morning. Skalklo is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.